you have your Bibles, open them to Amos chapter 5. And I want to read verse 24, where the prophet Amos says, I want to see a mighty flood of justice, justice, justice. The Floods of Justice podcast looks at the issues of our day from a biblical perspective without the labels. Led by Reverend Dr. Kevin Riggs, affectionately known as Pastor Kevin or Rev Kev. He is the senior pastor of Franklin Community Church and founder of Franklin Community Development in Franklin, Tennessee. He is also a published author, teacher, professor, activist, abolitionist, husband, father, grandfather, scuba diver, and coffee connoisseur, which is why this podcast is brought to you from the Coffee House at 2nd and Bridge in downtown Franklin. Let's begin the conversation. Good morning, everyone. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Uh, This is Easter Sunday. It's probably unlike any Easter Sunday any of us have ever experienced because we're still uh, under the uh, shelter-in-place order in our city. And uh, you may be as well all across the country if you're watching this. Uh, But we are going to celebrate the risen Christ anyway. And we've got a special episode of uh, our Sunday episode with Floods of Justice in Franklin Community Church coming at you from our community center in Franklin, Tennessee. And uh, today you're going to be thrilled that you you tuned in uh, and you're listening to this today. Uh, I I have a good friend of mine, Michael Ricks, who will be leading us in some worship again. And then we have a special message uh, from our pastor, Pastor Kevin Burns, who is, who is um, incarcerated on death row here in Tennessee. Um, about two years ago, we ordained uh, Pastor Kevin. Little did we know then what all was going to happen. Uh, no visitors right now, no ministers, no volunteers are allowed to go into the prisons right now. Uh, but we have an ordained pastor, one of our pastors, who, who is there on death row serving those guys, ministering to their needs. And, uh, and he is going to deliver the message. It will be uh, through a recording on the telephone, but he's going to deliver the message. And uh, I want you to look at my shirt because as a church, we are uh, anti-death penalty, and we take a stand against that. And so uh, I got this shirt on in honor and memory of, uh, or in honor rather, not memory, but in honor of Kevin Burns. And on the front, it says an eye for an eye uh, makes the whole world blind. And on the back, if you can read it, it says something like this. Uh, why do we teach people who kill people that killing is wrong by killing more people or something like that? But anyway, so uh, you're going to be blessed uh, with this special edition, and you're going to be blessed from Pastor KB um, when he gets to share uh, his Easter, Easter Sunday morning message with us. So, so stay tuned. This is going to be good. Yeah. 
never stop us and if our God is with us then what can stand against and if our God is for us then who could ever stop us and if our God is with us
every day thinking about God saved me and delivered me and 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 and, and, and man just just uh, I don't even think about this situation I mean this, this don't even this don't even fade because I know what God said to me when when they were sending me here when they found me guilty and told me they give me the death penalty God said I need you over there I'm sending you so I was telling my parents, I said, I'm, I'm, I wasn't sent here to be punished for a crime. I was sent here because God got a work for me to do. So I did, did every step where I, I could have been stumbled, where I could have been uh, uh, broken down by the enemy, and he could have put all these thoughts in me. Every time God gave me a word and told me and explained to me what was going on, that's what been keeping me. Every time I have a, a a situation arise, God will speak to me, and he'll just remind me of the promise that he made to me. His promises are absolutely true, and I thank him for it. And that's why I rejoice, man. Every day uh, God gives me, I celebrate. And I thank you, Lord, because his mercies are new every morning. He said, every morning I give you, it's another opportunity for you to be a witness, for you to be a testimony to my glory and to tell my people 
that Jesus saves, that Jesus heals, that he delivers, and, 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 and to somehow give someone an opportunity uh, for their soul to be converted unto him. And, and, and I rejoice every day that God give me to have that opportunity. Man, I'm, I stay so I stay fired up. I, I stay. I, I keep that, that, that. I keep that on my mind. That's why I love the Lord my God because He first loved me and He showed me His love and He proved it to me every day, every day. Hallelujah. To to Pastor, to Senior Pastor Kevin Riggs, uh, Franklin Community Church. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus to the Pastor Emeritus, Dr. Ken Reeves. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to the entire staff and all the body of Christ at Franklin Community Church. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and to all the saints uh, that are abroad, I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Son of the Most High God. I'm excited today because today we are come together to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus, our, our God, got up from the dead overcame death, hell, and the grave and won the victory. And he said, all power in heaven and in earth is in my hand and I have the keys to, to death and hell. I thank the Lord God. This day, uh, we remember him and his resurrection. And this is the thing that, that separates our faith, our belief, from all other beliefs uh, and all other uh, uh, religions, the fact that our God got up from the grave. There was no other uh, way in existence, nowhere since the world began has it ever been heard of that one of his own power rose from the dead after he was dead and buried for three days. He got up. Of course, we had the situation uh, of Lazarus who was dead and he was in the grave for four days, but it was Jesus. By the power of God, it was Jesus that called him out of the grave. There are those that, the prophets all in the Old Testament, there are those that, that were raised from the dead after they were raised, but it was the power of God uh, anointing them to raise these men. There was Elijah, uh, Elisha, the prophet that had died, and he was in his tomb, and, and, and there was bones left, only bones left of his body. And the Bible said this family was going to bury their son, to bury a man, and the, and the Moabites came and invaded the land. It was at the, at the, at the coming end of the new year. It was the Jewish new year. And the Bible said they spied out the Moabites. They saw them coming. And 
in haste, they dumped his, the man that they were going to bury, they dumped his body in the tomb of that prophet Elisha. And soon as his dead body touched the bones of the man of God, the Bible said the dead man revived and stood upon his feet. So we have all these situations where, where people uh, rose from the dead. Uh, but it was some prophet that, that that spoke a word over them or some prophet that touched them. In that last case, the, the, the prophet's bone, dead bones, touched a dead man and had the power by the, by the, by the power of God, by the Spirit of God upon him to do one more miracle. That man rose, revived, and rose from the dead. So with no other faith and no other religion, but all of them that rose up and claimed to be something, they all they all dead, died and are still in the grave. In the book of Acts, uh, when when the chief priests and the Pharisees, when they they arrested they arrested the apostles and thought to do them harm, Gamaliel, Paul's teacher. We find out. Uh, Paul's teacher rose up and said, Now take heed what you intend to do to these men. If these men be men of God, now you're going to be fighting against God. But remember that one Judas and the one Judas of Galilee, these men rose up claiming to be something. But when they got killed, all their followers were dispersed and they came to nothing. Those men, Judas and Judas, are still in the grave today. In our day, we had Jim Jones. We had David Koresh who rose up to lead people. And they died. They perished. And they are still in the grave today. We had the people in California that uh, their leader had them believing in the hell box coming, that they were going to ride off. With the hell about coming, they they are still in the grave today. But our God, by the power of the Almighty, our Lord Jesus Christ, He said, "No man can take my life, but out of my own will I give it. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again." Hallelujah! This is the pinnacle of our faith. This is the peak of our belief that our God offered himself as a sacrifice for our sin to die on our behalf. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 said he had made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God. So he traded. He took all of our sin, all of our filthiness upon himself. And the death that we were deserving of, he died it for us and took all of our sins to hell. The Bible says that on the third day he rose again in newness of life, never again to see death. Hallelujah. That's why we celebrate. He said to, to Martha, 
not only am I going to rise again, but when when Martha uh, spoke to him about her brother Lazarus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother Lazarus would not have died. He said, your brother shall rise again. She said, I know, Lord, at the last day and at the resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Hallelujah. So he not only resurrected, he said, I am the resurrection and I have power to resurrect all those that die believing in me and faith. So we come today to celebrate. Hallelujah. And I'm excited that we have this opportunity to speak on behalf of the Most High. There's a word that I want, that God has given me and I want to speak on. It's coming from the book of Matthew. Matthew, the 28th chapter. And I'll, I'll be reading the first eight verses. Eight verses. Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 8. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this word. I thank you for uh, your Holy Spirit. I thank you for uh, your presence among us now. You said we're two more gathered together in my name. There am I in the midst. And I, whatsoever we pray for. Believing that we shall receive, you say we'll have what we say. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your presence in the midst of us. We thank you for this word, Lord God. And I pray that as you uh, speak to your people, Lord, that you stir up the hearts and the mind, and that you will convict them so that they will repent, Lord, and be converted and turn unto you. You are inviting us, saying, come all ye. Come all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest unto your souls. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the peace that you have given us uh, and the love that you displayed for us and all the provisions that you've made for us. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We bless you, we honor you, and we praise you. Hallelujah and amen. In Matthew 28, verse 1, it said, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come. See the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There 
shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher, and with fear and great joy, with, with fear and great joy, and did one to bring his disciples word. Did one to bring his disciples word. So I want to take for a title of this message, the words of that, that angel from verse 6. He said, he is not here for he is risen as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. I want to talk about come and see. I want to use that for the title, come and see. I believe the Spirit of God is inviting his people to come and see the place uh, that he has prepared for us. Here he was talking about come and see the place where the Lord lay. This, this is the evidence that our God got up. His body was here. Behold the grave clothes. Behold the napkin. Look upon it and believe because his body is not in there. God is inviting his people to come and see. There are many people that are that are sick, that are afflicted, that are hurting. Life has dealt them blow after devastating blow. And they have been overwhelmed with the cares of this world. And they, many have come to the point to where they feel that there's no hope for them. God is saying, come and see a place that I have prepared. Not a not a grave, but 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 a place in me, a place, a cliff that I have uh, placed in the rock, that rock of Christ. I have prepared a place for you. Come and and see what what I have prepared on your behalf. There are those that have been uh, taken in drug addiction, taken in alcoholic addiction addictions, all kind of addictions, and, and life is, 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 is beating them down. Life has beaten them to the point to where uh, they say, what is left for me in this world? People are in despair. People are hurting. God is clarion calling unto them, saying, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, you are working and trying to work out your problem, trying to work out your situation. You're working hard and getting nowhere. God is saying, come and see. Come unto me and see what I have prepared. You've tried this and you've tried that. God is saying, try me. Hey, I am the Lord of your salvation. I am the, the Lord God that is able to deliver you that is able to heal you from sickness and disease. I am the God that is able to break the addictions and the afflictions of your life, the hardships that you've gone. I am that God that is able to deliver you out. I'm able to untangle all the webs that you've caught yourself up in, all the things that have wrapped you up and tied you up and tied you down. God said, come unto me. I, I will deliver thee. I know the formula. I not only do I know it, I am I am the antidote. I am 
I am the God that is able. I don't have the answer for you. I am the answer. He is the answer to the entire world, to all the world's problems. Jesus saying, come unto me. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord God. Because I found out that he's able. I tried him. Found that his word is true. He is not a God that's, that's just speaking idle words. He is the God that specializes in delivering his people. He is the God that has proven over the years, over the, over the decades, over the eons, I am the God. Look at how I dealt with my people from Adam all the way through. I left you my record. I've given you all the evidence that you need. Hey, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God. He said, I've given you all the evidence that you need. He said, all I need is you to join together to agree with me. Take my hand and agree with me and allow me to be that God that you put your trust in. That God, I am able to deliver you. No matter what circumstance you're in, no matter what situation you can get caught up in, I'm the God that is able to deliver you. Come and come and see what I have prepared for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I've heard testimony after testimony of the delivering powers of God. And people have the audacity to say God don't do the things that he did back then. God, God, ever since the days of the, of the apostles, miracles and, 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 and healing, those things don't happen anymore. But God said, let the unbelievers, let the naysayers, let them say what they will. I'm going to keep baptizing my people. I'm going to keep anointing my prophets. I'm going to keep raising up ministers, men and women that I've called to, to by faith, to, that, that would do these great and mighty miracles, these signs that I have proven to you over and over again, that you will perform. These signs shall follow them that believe. Come unto me, says the Spirit of the Lord. Come and see the things that I'm able to do on your behalf. Come see if I will be that God that will do for you what you, you cannot do for yourself. I tried the Lord. I grew up believing in him. Went to church all my life. Love the Lord. Love serving God. But there was a trap that the enemy Satan had for my soul. And he got me caught up. And I was I was driven out of the church by deception of the enemy. I didn't know spiritual warfare. I didn't know the tactics of the of, of the devil, of the enemy. I was ignorant to his tactics. And so by cunning craftiness, he drove me out of the church. And for three years, I wandered in the world and was a vagabond. 
out of place, knowing I was out of place, feeling out of place. But I was caught up and tangled up and tied up in the world. Didn't know how to be delivered. Hallelujah. And I got caught up on this case where, where I'm still incarcerated. But I began to cry unto the Lord. Lord, remember me. Lord, help me. Lord, save me. I said, Lord, do you remember me? Hallelujah. And the Lord said, can a woman forget her sucking child? That she could not have uh, compassion on the son of her womb. God said, yeah, they may forget, but I will never forget thee. Behold, I have engraven thee in the palm of my hand. Your walls are, are continually before me. He said, my son, I love you. I love you. I will never forsake you. I will never forget you. I cannot. You are part of me. Hallelujah. And the Lord saved me. And he restored me. He untangled the way of my life. All the broken places, he restored them and made me new. Hallelujah. And put his joy back in my heart. Called me to minister, called me to the ministry, and made me a preacher of the gospel, and told me to tell his people that I say, and I'm still the God that works miracles. I'm still the God that is able to bring you out. I, I have not changed. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. My hand is not showing that I cannot deliver my people. And I put my trust in my God. He delivered me. He saved me. And he, he restored me to that place in him. That place where I fell from. That place that I belonged. Hallelujah. He said he had made us all sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that's that place. That's where we belong. We, the people of God, all that believe in him, we belong in him. He has prepared a place in himself for us. And he said, come and see the place that I have prepared for you. Place of honor, place of glory. Hallelujah, a place where kings and queens sit. Royalty. We are the people of God. We are a royal nation, a, a royal generation, a holy people that are called to his glory. He is saying unto the world, to everyone in the world, that whosoever can believe, he said, come unto me, all ye 
that labor, that are working in the world and getting nowhere, struggling with in life, struggling trying to work out your situation. He said, come unto me, and I'll give you rest to your soul. I'll give you peace in your life. And I'll restore my spirit in you. I will give you a joy that you cannot be able to understand. You don't know why you're at peace and when you're in a, in a situation where your life, with everything around you, is in turmoil. He said, I'll give you a peace that will surpass all understanding. Come and see what I'm able to do on your behalf. Come and see the place that I've prepared for you. Come and see the wonders that I have on your behalf. Come and see the work that I, I have done. I move heaven and earth for you. I love you with an everlasting love. There's nothing beyond the scope, beyond the reach. Uh, there's nothing beyond my power that I won't do to bring you back unto myself. You're my people. I created you for my glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you that and you went to such lengths. You went to great depths to reach a people that were already yours. A people that turned from you and were sold under sin, captured by an enemy, and ruled over. But you came, you sought us out. While we were lost, you sought us out. You, you, you came looking for us. Like you came looking for, for the first man, Adam. You walked in the cool of the day and said, Adam, where art thou? Adam, afraid, knowing that he had sinned, knowing the turmoil that is right, knowing that he had messed up. He ran from you. But I thank you, you came searching. You sought him out. And you sang them to your people all over the world that have, that have messed up. That have done wrong. That have sinned. And ashamed of themselves. You calling unto your people saying, what are thou? Don't run from me in this hour. Come, run to me. I'm able to deliver you. There are those that think they can get themselves together. I'm not ready yet. I still got some things I got to work out in my life. When I clean myself up, then I'm going to go to church. God is saying, come to me as you are. You have not the power to deliver yourself. You have not the power to clean yourself up. God said, allow me. I can untangle you. I, I can clean you up. 
Only I can prepare you for myself. I will clean you up. You can't do it. You can't. You can't do it. If you if you could do it, there would be no need for me in your life. God is trying to teach us how to depend on Him for everything, for every breath that we take, for every step that we step. Every step that we take, God is saying, trust me for that. Trust me for that. Trust me for your life. Don't worry. Don't take a thought about your life. Don't worry about this or that. He said, give it all to me. Cast all of your cares upon me. I care for you. I'm just so thankful God reached out to us. While we were sinners, while we were alienated from him, in the world without God and without hope, he's saying, here am I, come, come unto me, O ye my people. He's saying to everybody, the doors of my church is open. Hmm. Hallelujah. Come to me. Come to me and I can fix your life. Every area of your life I can I can restore you and make you whole again. If you can just if you would just come unto me. If you would just try me, if you would come and see what I can do for you. Lord God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you delivered me, that you showed me your hand on my life. I thank you for the joy that you placed in my soul, that I don't have to worry about anything. Come hell or high water, I know that you will never leave me or forsake me. But you are my God, you are my state. that stabilized me and established me and gave me confidence in who I am in you. I thank you, Lord God. And Father, I pray for your people, Lord, that you would stir up such a spirit in them now that their heart would be converted unto thee, that they would repent for their sins. And that they will come unto you, Lord God, and that they will try you, and that they will see the blessings that you have bestowed upon them, that you have in store for them, and will bestow upon them, that without measure you will pull out from the heavens blessings that they do not have room enough to receive. Lord God, after you have restored them, after you have placed your spirit in them. Pray, Lord God, that we learn not to be ashamed of you, that, that, we will, that we will be fools for Christ. As the great apostle Paul said, I am a fool for Christ and not ashamed of it. 
And we won't be ashamed of you, Lord God. For you say if you'll be ashamed of me in this perverted, in this crooked and untoward with generation. He said, I'll be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven and before his holy angels. So, God, I pray that you give them power to not be ashamed of you. That you give them power to testify that Jesus is Lord and that he still saves, that he still heals, that he still delivers. Thank you, Lord God. I pray for all those that are sick, all those that are hurting, all those that are bound and feel like there's no hope for their soul, on the verge of suicide. Save them, Lord. Teach them how to call on your name. Teach them how to trust in you. Show them that if you will find me, when you search for me with all your heart, they look to other gods. They turn to the psychics. They turn to witchcraft. They have tried everything under the sun. But the Lord is saying, try me. Try me and, and I, will, I will restore thee. Father, I thank you and I pray for every soul that hear this message, Lord God. That you would touch the heart in the depths of their soul. That you would touch in the depths of their soul, Lord God. Bring conviction. Not to condemn them, but to, but to convert them. That such a godly sorrow would be stirred up in them. That they will repent and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Thank you, Lord. Name of Jesus, I praise your holy name. My soul says, Amen. Amen. I told you you'd be blessed. Uh, thank you, KB, for your words. And uh, we love you. We're praying for you. We're praying for all the guys in Unit 2. And uh, look forward to the day when we can get back in and, uh, and see all of you. I thought it would be fitting to close uh, this, this Easter Sunday with a prayer that was written by Kevin Burns. Um, about a month ago, earlier in the year, I was asked to write a, a sermon and a study guide on uh, the, being anti-death penalty uh, for CCDA, Christian Community Development Association. And I reached out to KB and asked him to uh, write a prayer. And he wrote this prayer. This prayer will be in your study guide. In fact, it's going to be the only thing in the study guide this week. So download that. And, um, and read the prayer. Also, feel free to join us at 3 o'clock uh, for a Zoom meeting. Uh, there's information on our church's Facebook page about how to do that, and we would love to see everyone uh, join us on that. And so uh, it's Easter. Jesus is risen. 
Um, the virus doesn't keep him in the grave. He's still alive. He's still uh, doing miracles. And so let me close our, our time today with this prayer uh, from Pastor Kevin Burns. Oh, Lord God, even the God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ, Lord God, you are holy and righteous, gracious and altogether true. Your mercies are everlasting, and they are renewed every morning. O oh Lord God, unto thee do I lift up my soul, and unto thee do I cry in despair. Have mercy on me, Lord, I pray, and deliver me. Deliver me from those who are too strong for me, and deliver me from certain death. You said in your word that you looked down from the height of your sanctuary. From heaven you beheld the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoners, to loose those that are appointed to death. Behold, I am in prison, and they have appointed my soul for death. But unto you, O Lord, my God, do I make my appeal. For you are that God that took me from my mother's bosom and declared your love for me and made your covenant with me and told me that you will never leave me nor forsake me, but that you will always be with me even until the end of the world and calls me to hope in you. And now, O Lord, my God, in thee do I put my trust. Let me not be brought to shame. Neither let any that trust in your holy name be brought to shame. But bring me out of this prison swiftly, I pray, and deliver me by a strong hand, O lover of my soul. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen.